demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, 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 a very good Wednesday morning to you. It's kind of misty and rainy here, and it has been so for the past three or four days. I believe we're in one of the coldest parts of the country. Maybe it'll get a little nicer today and uh, boot all of that off. They're doing work on our street. They, they can't mow our grass, but they can work on the street. Now go figure. Oh, well, that's enough ranting about the board here or the lack of work. They spend all the money paving a street, but will not cut our grass. So it's a plan, it's a problem shared by a lot of us. So we just kind of go on with it. We um, have had a real good week, cannot complain. Just listen to everybody come in all at once and this, that, and the other. Um, Today we're going to talk about, in just a few moments after all our guests check in and talk about what's going on in their lives, conventions, NFB, ACB, are they relevant, or do you think doing them virtually is put new life in them for you? 
And are you more comfortable going to the convention or would you rather do it virtually? We'll think about that and we'll talk about why we like to go to conventions. And no matter which one you belong to, I know I've been told by one of Jeff's friends, I mentioned ACB one too many times on here, but I also mentioned NFB also. So we're just going to try to do both today and let everybody speak their mind about conventions. So we'll do that. And Jenny, it is your turn. Well, good morning. We had a a good uh, book talk discussion yesterday. I thought it was interesting. We got in a conversation about when do you like to read physically pick up a book and read it or use a braille display or however you would read the printed material and when do you like to listen to a narrator read it and i thought that was kind of fascinating people's different views on that otherwise we're having a good week here waiting for it to warm up and i'm waiting to get my grade back from my lesson i sent resubmitted what two weeks ago now i think yeah so now you just got to do is wait hopefully she got it she usually she does. She should have gotten it. But. You don't want to do all that work for nothing, you know. Uh, no, I save it, believe me. <laughs> There's, it's all saved. It's in a couple places. I've learned my lesson about that. But. It's all saved. So that's kind of what's going on in this household. Not a very, very exciting household. A little bit of baseball and a lot of stuff. Been doing some cooking, and that's just fair. It's too bad these guys have to put up with my cooking. He's actually a pretty good cook. Don't let him kid you. But I'm not. When he like, has the right things to work with and good stuff to work with. He's. I'm not a Chris and Dave where I can put you a gourmet meal, but we get the job done. And as long as I can still keep maintaining my weight and losing a little bit of weight, then I'm I'm pleased with it. So we better turn it over to. Jeff in Albany, New York. Well, thank you very much, Bill. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm doing well here. Sam, I hope you're right about next week with all the 90-degree weather we might get because I'd like to. I'd like that, although a lot of people I know here would like it cooler. But uh, we've had some rain here, but we need it badly, so I'm not complaining about that. Got a question for anyone who uses QVC, and it's not urgent. Um, whenever I buy something on QVC, and I, I don't buy a lot, uh, it always defaults to um, the uh, – where you can pay over time, which I really don't always want to do, but I can't figure out how to change that or where where it gets changed. So if someone knows how to how to do that, let me know. Other than that, everything is good here tonight. I've got a Lions Club meeting at this. Uh, 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 they're known for their pizza and their Italian food. It's the Red Front Restaurant in Troy, New York. And then tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna well, not tomorrow. The next day, Friday, I'm gonna go out to dinner with someone else. So we're gonna we're gonna the kitchen's been closed for the last few days uh, here. So uh, hey, that's ever a problem. So everything is good here, and I'll turn it over to you, Bill. All right. Thank you very much. I see Scott's come in, so I know in a few minutes we'll be talking a little bit of technology, especially about a presentation he and I were at the other night. So let's go to Radio Tim, who I almost messed up his show yesterday. Oh, well, it would have been all right. We would have just had people listening to country music. Yeah. Yesterday. Anyway, uh, good morning, everyone. It's supposed to get hot, like Jeff said, here for the next week or two. They're saying highs in the low 90s, which is uh, 
Makes me glad I bought a couple of air conditioners. <laughs> oh, you did you did buy them, Tim, because we weren't sure if you were going to get them or not. Yeah, yeah we got two, uh, what they call them, portable. <laughs> kind of like a portable TV, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Where do you put um, them at? Um, we have one in our bedroom and then one in the living room. And are, these now, are they the ones the that window? go in windows? Or are they are they the ones that you can stand on the floor and you have a hose that that you? Uh... Yeah, they're the ones with the hose. Oh, okay. Where does the hose go? Um, it goes out the window. I mean, you you vent it out the window and then it gets rid of all the moisture that the air conditioner is taking out of the air. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to put it in the window? I mean, I'm asking a dumb question here. Well, I mean, they're, the window ones do all that. They just have vents built into the air conditioner, and they vent it out the window, out the back of the air conditioner. But you got to have, part, part of the reason is you got to have a good enough support system. Those things are heavy to try to put in the windows, too. Yeah, these are on wheels, and you can roll them around, and... Actually, the one of them has handles on the side. I don't know why they're different models because they're supposed to be the same, but they were quite a bit different. <laughs> yeah, are they are they a little cheaper than the true window units? Mm, actually, the ones with the vent deal are more expensive, a little oh. bit. Oh, so what do they go for in price, Tim? Approximately um, about three hundred more. Um, what are they, about 8,000 BTU? Do they do a whole room? There was a time when QVC was selling them, as a matter of fact, a few years ago. I'm not, they're not, they don't seem to be doing that this year, but they were selling them on QVC. But maybe they, maybe they didn't go on QVC. People, people, people want to see some of that stuff in person before, before they buy them, I think. Yeah, and they actually do a whole room pretty well. Um, they don't quite cover the downstairs like I... No, well, no. I wasn't hoping. I didn't expect them to, but... <laughs> but they would cover one room. Are they real loud? They are a little loud. Um, I know when I'm on the air, you can hear the one in my room. Would a window one be just as loud or not as loud? Mm, I think they're a little quieter because the the portable ones... The compressor is actually in the room, whereas the window ones, the compressor is basically outside. Oh, there we go. It taught me a little bit about windows today. And it's fun, Tim. We had a window air conditioner in my place, uh, and when I was a kid, uh, I could stand under my window uh, in the Bronx with that air conditioner going. And if it was really humid out, you'd think it was raining, by the way. I think it was dripping all over the place. And there we go. All right, Tim, thank you. You'll be back millions of times during the show today. Jeff, let's take care of Scott. Hi. Since... Scott, I'm going to ask you to unmute. The mute button, I believe, is on upper bottom left-hand side of your screen. I think it is. I'm going to push that button and ask you to unmute, please. When you hear that, you can unmute yourself. And, uh, yeah, I guess I guess you guys were at the same uh, uh, Zoom meeting uh, on, on Monday, so that must have been interesting. Yeah, in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. I saw Scott in there briefly. I heard him in there. Yeah, Scott, you got to unmute. We, we, you have to unmute yourself. Uh, and you should have gotten the message. Oh, there you go. Okay, I'm now, now I'm unmuted. For some reason, it switched me over to the earpiece. 
Ah, that's a bug in Zoom. Yeah, must be. Anyway, uh, afraid to think. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, of course, the other night was uh, audio uh, with Tech Talk. Tech or, Talk, it was, yeah, it was, what oh, is the, that thing called? Speak, yeah. Orbit yeah, Speaks, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest, the latest thing. Uh, I guess it's, they say it's not due out till around September, October-ish. Right. But, yeah, you might, I guess you heard me ask the question, will it have any kind of recording capability? And they say not in this initial release, but it, since it does have playback of, of audio, they hope to add recording somewhere down the line. So it has a it has a keypad on it, like so you can type in it and stuff like that. Well, yeah, Braille, Braille, Perkins style keypad, yeah. Okay, so it's a lot like too. the Braille and speaker, but, but I yeah, had when so I was only a little better speech, modern. maybe, yeah. And they came, it comes in two flavors. One's the I don't know the exact term they called it. It's about a hundred and twenty or hundred and thirty dollars more, but it gave you Bookshare, NLS, and some of the other services that the most basic one did not. But there was a lot of services on that little thing. I don't know if I'd go to war with it, but it yeah. it sounded not bad, did it, Scott? Right. No, it didn't. I, yeah, I, I, shoot, I may consider at some point when they, once they perfected it a little more, I uh, consider getting it as a, as a brand new, like, you know, player recorder even just uh, well that, yeah if you want a note taker if you want to be able to take notes when you're of course i have the mantis i use i've been using that like crazy yeah, did they give you a price point on the machines scott but yeah. what i remember is six to seven hundred dollars and then there's one a little over five jeff okay, okay. and you can <clears> put <throat> it in your shirt pocket it's a very small device and um you know, there were a lot of things that it could do. I mean, it, it really could. It wasn't bad. So, my, you know, that's something that, that a lot of people might find helpful. So, I mean, Especially I don't if they know. can't afford a, something with a Braille display. Yeah. Or if they, you know, if they want something that's more audio-centric, if you will. Yeah, it's definitely for that end. It's got a, it's got a radio directory in it. Now, where that comes from, and if they don't do better than they did the last time with that other device, using VTuner, it might have potential. But if they use that old stuff, it's going nowhere. So if they, you know, use a good radio database, which is. Mm, I call that 50-50, you know, if they do that. But it, it sounds like it's going to be a good little device. So for the money, would you rather have that or the hymns player? Well, I've already got a note-taker, so I'd rather have the hymns player myself. Now, if I didn't have one and maybe a note-taker and I could understand the speech real well, Knowing that it may have a serious radio limitation, that one might be the thing for me. But I do have a HEMS 6 Mini, and I'm not sure that I personally would be in the market for one, but I'm not telling anybody else not to be, because I think it's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, one of, we, it's nice that we have choices. 
Right. There is choices out there. And if I were going to buy the Victor Stream 3 or this one, I'd probably buy this one because I think the one is probably can do more things. So, I mean, I I don't know. Um, I just know the... Um, one from Hims is based upon Android or will be, and you're going to have a lot more choices. So that's the way I tend to fall. But that's just my opinion. That certainly doesn't make it right. But this is a big step in the right direction, I think. Sounds good, Scott. What's going on? That what's going on in Phoenix, where you are out there in Arizona? How well, we're we're starting to get hot. I think this weekend we're going to get it get uh, pretty well into the hundreds up to 102, 105, 106, something like that. I think by, it's like each day it's going to get a little uh, one degree hotter that's starting okay. like tomorrow that's okay. or Friday. As long as the air conditioning works, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, that's, that's true, too. It sure does. Well, that's basically all I have. Oh, just one question before you go, Scott. Oh, oh okay. Uh, conventions, do you like them virtually or going in person, or you don't care one way or the other? Well, I pretty I pretty much enjoy them virtually past several years now. I I, uh, I wouldn't mind going again just to see exhibits, you know, because there's nothing like, you know, if you're going to put your hands on it, right. technology, well, you want to see it, it's, it's better to get your hands on it to check, try it out. That is a lot of, course, of now, fun. I got the Mantis based mainly on Jonathan Mosen's review of it a couple of years ago, three, yeah, a couple of years, couple of years ago, and that kind of sold me on it. Good device. Yeah, Scott, do you sure still have is. all? Do you guys still have all those dogs or pets out there where you get where you live now? Oh Scott? yeah, I think we're down to about. I think we're down to one now. Just just one dog. Her name uh-huh. is Delilah. I remember you had a whole bunch of them. My dogs was used to come in. There was one yeah. dog you told me that used to love coming up to you and and uh, and hang out with you all the time. Oh yeah, lick my hands whenever I'd hold them out. It's all sticky after eating something. I would just have them lick it clean. Oh, there you go. You don't have to get up and walk to the bathroom. Yeah, good job, Scott. All right, all right, all right. Thank, Thank you, Scott. You. All right. All right. Next on our list of people, I'm going to ask you to unmute Bill, and when you hear it, is uh, Bill out in uh, out in Chicago, and then after Bill will be Mickey Quinzer. And I does, and there is a bug in Zoom, is that, and that there's a delay. We just waited out. Yeah, it's Bill, actually uh, gotten longer than it used to be. Yeah, have you noticed that, Tim? Yeah. Try and unmuting yourself now, Bill, if uh, if if it works. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what what causes that, Bill. But uh, but we'll wait. We'll wait a few minutes here. Or a minute How or can so here. you complain about anything that mutes Bill? Pretty good company, I'd say. I know, okay, Go, Bill. They, right. Was it uh, taking some time? Yeah. Same. It was taking yeah, some time just, to recognize yeah, I just, that. I never had that happen before. Anyways, you guys were on technical stuff. Uh, I saw on uh, ACB send me an email once once in a while. I saw on their dots and dashes. Did you just see where you can get the blind shell phone free now if you? qualify if you're on snap and ssi and sdi and some other stuff and you're 200 percent below the poverty level you, the way it sounds you get the the way it read i think you got the phone free plus you get free use free tech uh free or maybe you had to buy the phone but other, other other stuff it's like it's like that free internet thing they got with the ac with the acp or whatever it is lifeline program it's like that lifeline 
Like if you want, right. but you can't so this, have. This they give you choices. Like you can have cable for free, or you can. But you can't have the internet for free and cell service for free. From what I understand, no, you can't, you can't have, have both. Right? Yeah, you can't have both. But the only the only thing is, it's not it's not available in Alaska, California, or Louisiana. Well, you're in Chicago. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. I, know, I, know I'm just saying, so I would I wouldn't qualify anyway because I'm well yeah. above. Though, yeah, I wouldn't either. Because, but you know what right, bothers but, me. And I, I certainly don't begrudge anyone for getting it for free. But what happens is, is ultimately someone has to pay for it, and that's oh, yeah, going right. to be, and that's going to end up being you and me. So uh, right, right, right. Yeah, we're we're going to pay for it out of our pockets. Right? That's the only bad part about it. But I just saw that, and I thought well, I'll mention it because I know uh, Charles, I think, or he's in Baltimore. He's a big blind shell user, and I just I happened to see read that, and I thought oh, I'll mention that. Well, unless, they, in, unless they've changed it, I don't think you actually get the phone free. The thing that I saw a while back was that you were going to get, that if you qualified, you could get the the data and the texting and the phone service free. They would send you a SIM card to put in the in your blind shell phone. That's right. You get, yeah, right. You're getting right, Jennifer. There is a SIM, SIM card with it, too, right? So, Bill, before you go, we were, we were very shocked to see that you were gone last week. Uh, did you have a good time in, in Chipshawana? Yep, I was in Chipshawana. I saw several shows. Let's see, I saw the, the uh, Four Hearts, which was they're called the Four Hearts. was uh, Jimmy Fortune, uh, Brad Walker, uh, was it Mike Rogers? I forget the other guys. It used to be the Isaac Brothers. I forget his first name now. And then there was Bill Gaither was there, and there was... It was a good time. We had, it was hot the whole time. We had a good had a good time, and and I'm going. In fact, I'm going there tomorrow, tomorrow night for a show. I'll be back Friday morning. Just going overnight, and I got several shows we're going to go to between now and the end of the year. <laughs> you almost need to live there. Well, that that's what they're saying. A lot of I got friends down there. And they keep saying you need to buy a house down here or. or um, Buy a, buy a house and make it a, a B&B and, and just come down when you need it. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's only two hours away from us, uh, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Like and, of course, we're, we're down there so much now. I met, I mean, we walk into the motel or hotel we stay called the Farmstead Inn. I mean, they don't just say, welcome. They just say, oh, I see Bill's back and Julia's back and blah, blah, you know. And, and we, you know, we go into the. We go into the restaurants, and everybody knows who we are. Go in the store, and they know who we are. So we're, you know, we're. I mean, I ran across uh, a couple that we saw three times this last time. They live out in the country near Shipshawana, and they come into town three days a week just to see people. Because the only person they ever see on their road is the mail person <laughs> delivering the mail in their car. <laughs> so we we met her, and they were from. Uh, she was originally from the Netherlands. And the thing of it is, her name is her name was Mary Marietta, and her husband's name is Hilton. So they call themselves the Marriott Hilton. <laughs> oh, very good. All right, Bill. We do have some other people who want to get in here, so we'll. Uh... Uh, okay, at conventions, I'm going to this one this year. You're going to be there, Bill? No, we're virtually, but not in person. But no, you just, are I'm going. I'm going Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm just not going to. I'm mainly going just to see the products. Oh, I don't you, know where you're going, but the last time they, the last time you went to the convention, they threw you out. No, I'm just kidding. No, are just, you just kidding. Uh, I'll tell you, the last time I went was in Chicago when they had the Palmer House back in the nineties. Yeah. Because you know, I just, just my work schedule, I just didn't want to take vacation time to go to the convention. So, and I, I listen to them. I listen to it virtually now. You know, I'll probably listen to it, but I'm going to go Saturday, Sunday, and Monday just to 
look at the product. So. Are you going to stay at the hotel? Yeah, we're staying at the hotel. We got we got we got a room at the hotel for I don't know ninety eight bucks plus tax, but you know. So we're staying there. But the only only problem is it's people are going to have to learn to eat in a hotel because there's no place close by within walking distance to eat outside. You know, Bill, as long as there's Uber and Lyft and ways to get around, that's what the people have to use. Oh, well, speaking of Uber and Lyft, did you see Grubhub is laying a bunch of people off? They they only got like I saw the other day they only got like five percent of the business now. Well, because people are Uber going back, people are people are going back uh, to restaurants again, and Uber and Uber has the other part of the business, and there's DoorDash right. is a lot more competing with it. And frankly, right. uh, some of these some of these delivery places charge a lot more than than you than you might be used to. So uh, I still I, oh, yeah, I, there, there, go ahead. I live on I live on the south side of Chicago here, and from roughly I'd say roughly 35th Street to 100 and something, and from Western Avenue, which is 2400 West, to the lakefront. The the restaurants all have gone together, and it's cheaper for them even to they they hire people to deliver the food. They've done away with Uber and Lyft unless you really call it yourself. They don't use them. Well, we have a restaurant locally that I use, and I I do the old-fashioned thing, even though I, because they're not on any of the apps. They used to be on Grubhub, and what I do is I pick up the phone, dial the restaurant's phone number, talk to someone at the restaurant, and this is what I want, and because the restaurant is close enough to me, it comes piping hot, and I know the driver who works for the restaurant, the same guy all the time seems to come, because they they can't find people who want to work. So he's there, he delivers my stuff, we talk for a little bit, and then he's on to his next delivery. So, All right, Bill, thank you very much, and I know you'll be back, but thank you, Bill. Alrighty. And Mickey Quenzer. Hi, guys. There you hey, go. Mickey. Yeah. Hey, what was nice is that it, the thing told me to unmute a long time ago, but um, luckily I was quiet in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was yeah. my fault. I did it, but I wanted to make sure you could get in without no, the delay. I, I actually like that because, yeah, that the delay. I don't know. Is that just because of the Internet or is there something that Zoom's doing? I think that's the Internet, right? I know. I think it's something with Zoom because it didn't used to do that at one time, Bill, uh, Mickey. It was much better at one time, and I think they made a change to Zoom. I know they've just updated Zoom as well. If you haven't gotten the latest update, it updates automatically, so you might yeah. want to check it. I'm not sure why it's delayed, but go ahead. What, what would you like to talk no about? Yeah, not a, not a problem. Well, um, well, first of all, um, I, the most exciting thing for me this week is that I bought the Hable One um, Braille keyboard, and um, I'm having a good time with it. Um, what it is is it's a keyboard that's got eight keys, and with those eight keys, you can control either the either an Android or app or the i well Apple products, iPhone, iPad, um, and it basically like if you wanted to go to you know to the next item, you hold the you hold the seven key down and hit the tap the eight key and you go you know through the next item you can braille with it uh in braille and then just a lot of different things um it doesn't work quite like the other keyboards you'd expect you know like it doesn't have it's not a braille keyboard per se in other words it's not laid out like one two three space four five six you know, and then uh, that way it's actually it's actually uh, in rows of two rows, two rows of three and then a left and then a row of button on the left and a button on the right. You hold it 
away from you. And so that means that one, two, three is on your left and four, five, six is on your right. And then the, the, en the enter and the, and the I'm sorry, the uh, backspace and the, the seven and the eight key are basically um, on your ring, you know, ring fingers. And it works pretty well. Um, and the neat thing is that until Friday, if you want to get it, it's on sale for uh, 149 I think it is. It's basically, uh, it's, it's a lot cheaper now because of a summer special. So that's why I bought it, because I thought, oh, wow, that's cool. So if, I, if you're on your iPhone and you send me a text message, it's going to, it's going to convert the Braille that you write into regular English uh, text. Yes. Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah which, but... which is... Go ahead, Bill. Isn't there a problem with them where you've almost got to stand up to use it or you can't? No, they describe it that way, but you don't have to. The The keyboard actually can, you can actually flip the dots around so that, if, if you know, that one, two, three um, would, you know, would be the way you would normally expect it to be. Um, the, hard, the hardest thing to get used to at first, and it really doesn't take that much time, the hardest thing to get used to is that it's not laid out like a Braille keyboard. So it's not like a Perkins Brailler laid out, layout. It's, um, it's actually uh, three, you know, three, well, one, three, and three, and one, you know, uh, side by side. So in other words, three, one key, then three keys, then three keys, then one keys. And, but it actually... I, you know how it is with some people, it's, you know, it's, it's different, so I don't like it. You, you know, I, I think personally that, um, well, it was just, wasn't really designed for blind people is the reason it happened that way. It was originally designed for people who are, um, who, who just can't deal with buttons and maybe they're older and this and that. But the, so many blind people bought it that they decided to incorporate Braille into it. And, and so, they've just updated it too, did they not? It's been up. Yeah, they're yeah. They just got an update um, uh, about about a month ago, I think, is when the last one was. And I'm actually going to become a distributor of it because I like it so much. Um, I think it besides it and the blind shell kind of work well. The blind shell will work better with it. It does. It kind of works with it now, but they're going to look into the idea of. Uh, you know, supporting it better. And I can play Dice World with it. It's fun. It makes the iPhone a little bit more fun to use. I wouldn't say it's faster because most people, if you're really good with the screen, you know, you can flick around pretty quickly and touch, uh, tap things and do stuff. But for people who just can't really, this, it's a lot better than the screen, screen away mode. You know, the Braille, what do they call that on the Apple? The Braille keyboard? Uh, virtual keyboard, that's what they call oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's hard to do. I never have gotten it to calibrate right. It really is. I, um, I That's why I decided to get this. And for the price, you know, shoot, it's really worth it. So until, um, until well, through Friday, you can get it for that price. So if anybody's interested, um, I don't know how to exactly get the information. to. I can send it to Bill, Bill, if you wanted to see it. But anyway, it's pretty cool. You should uh, check it out if you can. Sounds so other, than, nice. other than that, other than that, I'm waiting for my 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 laptop. That's cool. Your I really laptop appreciated is in that the bill. box, ready to go. All right. Yeah. Well, I really appreciated that. It's just Thank that they're so doing much. they're doing uh, what do you call it? Road work outside our house, oh. and none of us can get out to get any place. So I can't get in the Uber 
or Lyft to take it any place right now for a day or two, because oh. we're all we can't even we're all we're all boxed in. Oh well, that's okay. I'll but wait. it'll be there soon enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried. So thanks a lot, guys. All right, all right. thank you very much, uh, Mickey, and always good hearing from you. Yeah, it's thanks. Like, it's like Minnesota build the two seasons: winter and road construction. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's See you guys later. It. Yeah. See ya. All right, Joe Sorensen. Hello. Good morning. Hey, this this actually works. I when it tells me I can unmute and do that ahead of time, so there's not that much delay. Wow. Well, I think, and maybe it depends on what you're using, whether it's a phone or a computer, because uh, you you were right there when I pushed that button, Joe. Go ahead. What's yeah. going on with you and Ellen? Well, it is 59 degrees, sunny skies, up to 88 down to 59. We're we're working our way toward hot weather. And the convention we're doing virtual this year, it's just because of money. But next year we hope to get to Jacksonville, Florida. So anyway, here's Ellen. Good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. My opinion, I'd like to do both, but since we haven't had the money to go, we're doing the virtual route again. But it's okay. But, but what I liked about going is the flexibility, you know, got, you can set your own schedule for one thing, plus visiting with other folks and, you know, just the, just the whole atmosphere is kind of fun for me. But, um, and, you know, today we, we're busy. We got to go, he's got a dentist appointment, so we're going to go do that. And that's pretty much really what's going on around here oh but why as long as you don't go to the bob and ray dentist no you don't <laughs> want to do that then you said big fat ouch <laughs> by the way yeah. uh, joe i'm just thinking about bob and ray uh when you listen to all things radio tomorrow we're going to do a thing celebrating nbc monitor because it was on june 12th 1955 that which happened to be a sunday at that point uh, they they started NBC Monitor, so you'll hear a little bit of what Monitor sounded like back in the old old days. Yeah, that that, yeah, act, that's that actually will be great because I I was there live in Minneapolis and of course KSTP fifteen hundred on the AM dial. So so to actually to to relive it again, beginning of Monitor, that is cool. Right, and as a matter of fact, uh, you'll you'll learn that that at that day on the June twelfth they had that broadcast and it was, for the first hour it was on it was on. On radio, but it was also broadcast on NBC television. So, oh yes, so very. All right, Joe. Thank you guys. Uh, I know you'll be back in uh, to talk to all of us, and and so I hope that uh, I hope uh, things are going well with you and Ellen. It sounds like they are. Yeah, things going. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And now just remember, Joe. If if she if she wants you to do something for her. Protect the hearing aids out of your ear and pretend that you can't hear, and then she could kill me for saying that to you, okay? Oh, oh, oh. Well, um, do you deal. know your way to the doghouse? I do. I've been there many times, Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Start walking. No kidding. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding around with you guys. I know. I am too. I'm dishing it right back. Very good. Thank you, guys. Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, you should have gotten that message. Hit Alt-A to unmute yourself, and that should... Uh, I think yeah. I did. I think I'm here in one piece. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, I hope you are. We, we're hearing you. Go, go <laughs> ahead, Gail. Well, um, I my first national convention was 1976, and I went to Los Angeles, and I planned that all myself, and I'm real proud of myself for that. And I've been going to others since... Uh, NFB, of course, others since, and I've been doing it virtually 
the last few years because of my situation with my platelets and stuff like that. I don't know how it would work with my meds and stuff like that going. So that's what I've been doing lately with that. And it's been going pretty good. I'm going to be doing that again this summer with um, national convention virtually. And it's, it's nice to, maybe we don't get everything, but we get enough or I get enough of, you know, of it to know what's going on and that kind of thing. And I, um, I, I miss though meeting new people and, and seeing friends and stuff like that. When I went to that national convention in 76, I stayed with relatives or with friends of my parents for that for a few days. And then they drove me in, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So I miss some of that from the virtual, you know, because of the virtual part of it. But at least I know what's going on. Otherwise, everything else is going pretty well here. Um we had a water shut off a couple days ago, or yes, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Uh, they had to fix something again. I never know what they're fixing around here. I really don't. But they had to fix something with the water or something again. Or I'm not sure what it was all about. But it was very, it wasn't off long, I guess, because I never noticed it. Anyway, uh, as far as anything else, everything else is going well. I don't need to go to the doctor for a good long time now for at least to the for my platelets I maybe a couple months or something like that everything is going well and I still don't have to take the promacta yet which is wow <laughs> as long as things are still working I'm okay so that's about it for now very good Gail now all of that week convention week if everything goes correctly we'll be postponing most programs on the legend so it'll give you time i kind of thought so because usually tim takes vacation then yeah so (laughs) tim will be able to do he will this time too as a matter matter of fact he's coming to albany new york so he can uh, he can work on my computer and cook (laughs) lunch lunch, breakfast breakfast and dinner so uh, oh no i'm sorry that's the wrong tim i'm thinking of someone else never mind tim just give it as a matter of fact there may be one day when we're doing maintenance on the legend that we may take the legend down the whole day because there won't be anybody on so that's (laughs) good could happen all right, all right gail thank you very much and thank good talking you. to you Thanks. and beth i already know you're unmuted so go ahead beth please oh uh, i i just i felt good because when when i got the message about the host asked you to unmute well then i i was able to do it right away so then i figured well i better try to be a little quiet here but i kind of was giggling some <laughs> but i'm just excited because now last month we had a tea here a ladies tea it was just a few days before mother's day and now today the the guys are doing something just a few days before father's day and i'm hoping that they're going to have as good a time as we did so well it sounds good um what else is going on with you, Beth? Are you still making those afghans and still making those knitting or whatever, crocheting and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm still, I've been making a few hats the last few days, and I'm still working on an afghan, but I want to make sure that I can definitely get that one done. And I'm, I'm still hoping to sell. I think I've got three afghans here that I'd like to sell, and I've got a ton of hats that I definitely want to sell. 
Ah, very good. So what about you? Have, do you, uh, have you gone to ever, I know you've gone to the church convention that, that you guys are involved with uh, every year. Have you ever gone to any of the other conventions, like either yes. ACB or NFE or whatever? I went to NFB conventions. My first one was back in 1980 in Minneapolis, and I had the time of my life at that one. And then I went to the next one in 1989 in Denver, and... I had a good, I had most of the way had a good time. There were a few things that could have been done a little differently there. <laughs> and and then in, um, then I didn't go for a bunch of years. And then in 02, 03 and 05, I went to the convention at the Galt House in Louisville, had a wonderful time there. And and I didn't get to go in 06 because I was working for a few months then. But 07, I went to one in Atlanta. And 08 and 10, I went to one in Dallas. And then I went to the one in 09 in Detroit. And I had the most wonderful time at those conventions. I think 08 and 09 were a couple of the best NFB national conventions that I've ever had. Oh, my goodness. I was all over the place. And that really made me feel good. I even had our central Minnesota chapter president, Andy Burton, totally surprised. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I noticed about you, Beth, is that you don't you don't like to stay still doing nothing. You always try to keep busy. Is that is that am I right most about that? Most of the time. Most of the time I do like to keep busy. Now, last week I had one whale of a cold and I wasn't going to go anywhere and pass that around and then have it get passed back and forth and back and forth. But otherwise, yes, I love to be able to be on the go when I'm able to at these conventions because I was thinking, now I didn't come to these conventions to sleep or to watch TV. Maybe I'll watch a little bit of TV in the evening when everything else has come to a standstill with everyone. <laughs> I'm still thinking of the one that I that we had in Detroit in 09. And every year we've had one night where we've had karaoke night and they had pizzas for everyone. And there was there were a couple of there were a few pizzas left over. And when I was asked if I'd like to take one of them, I was thinking that'd be great for me and my roommates because none of us had had supper yet. <laughs> so I, I came back to our room and I said, pizza for Marilyn and Anna, pizza for Marilyn and Anna, <laughs> my two roommates. And we just had the, the most wonderful time at that particular convention. I was I was at a board meeting, or no, I didn't get to go to the board meeting then because I was actually at the Blind Incorporated booth and had a good time helping out with that. But I was at the job seminar and I was just doing all kinds of things. I wish you guys could have seen me in 08 in Dallas. Andy Verdon said to me that afternoon, he left a message on the voicemail in my hotel room, and he said, Beth, you should have been at the board meeting this morning. It was very, very good. It was very constructive and very productive, something like that. And I told Andy a little later while I was sitting with him at lunch, I said, Andy, do you know who was sitting beside you at the board meeting? And he said, you were there? And I said, I sure was, sitting right beside you. All right, Beth. Well, thank you very much. We do have some callers here. I yes. do want to. I do want to thank you very much, um, and uh, because you always you always pro- provide a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know input into what's going on. So it sounds good. Well, maybe you'll have another good time this summer. And and you like do you, do you listen to the virtual conventions as well? No, I guess not. She must be muted. Yeah. Okay, but I'll just leave. Okay, there you go, Jenny. 
Okay, Don, I believe you're next out there in North Hollywood. Go ahead, Don and Sandy. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Don and Sandy here. Uh, thought I'd uh, kind of bring you up to date with what's uh, going on with uh, us. Uh, uh, one thing is the weather. We're getting all this June gloom here driving me nuts. I don't like being under all of those clouds all the time. But I, I think we're getting near the end of that time. So hopefully we can. I can... Uh, go around without wearing a coat all the time. Anyway, so, anyway, uh, otherwise, uh, Sandy is now over at a place called the uh, Grand Valley uh, Nursing Center, I guess, or Health Center is what they call it. And uh, they're trying to, uh, uh, they're, they're working on getting her some braces for her legs and stuff. And uh, I got her wheelchair over there, so hopefully she can get in that and start moving around a little bit on her own. That's a far cry from where she's been living, so she's had some getting used to uh, to do there, especially as uh, some of these roommates she has uh, sometimes keep her up at night. <laughs> I got two roommates, and they're all at it speaking. One of them also has Tourette's, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, which is... Now, a genetic, is this, I guess, problem that you can have. Now, is is this pl- is it, is a new place closer to you than where, where she was before? Yeah, it's uh, it's close to us. They're close to me. Uh, she's only going to be staying there for probably another uh, two or three weeks, and then she's moving back over to Granada Hills uh, to another uh, care facility. Uh, but uh, they're trying to evaluate her and hopefully get her so that she can uh, use her wheelchair and uh, I don't know about walking, but they're going to try and at least get her to stand so she can stand up. We're going to get a break, hit me for a break. I've got legs on my legs. I wear those two hours a day, so today they're going to order the braces. Well, hopefully they've already done that, but yeah. yeah, I hope. Yeah, I'd like to see her use that before she moves on to the next place. Uh, but I've been good over to see her every day, and she likes that. <laughs> yeah, every day he's able to come over. And uh, how, how yeah, come I they got put her, her in her Afghan? I'm using that to keep warm at night. <laughs> yeah, Don, how come they have her in two different places? I mean, moving out of one place to another place, and then to another place. It seems like it'd be easier on her to go from one big place to the next place that she's permanently going to stay well i'm with you on that bill i don't know why they do it but it's a it's a law here in california that they have to do it that way i guess they have to be evaluated here it's a law in california <laughs> was it where'd you where'd you guys thinking about moving together and moving into what place of uh with you if they were hurt in the, in the same place don that you were talking about that a few yeah, weeks ago we, well we were yeah we we hope to be doing that within the year yeah, uh, we certainly like his, to do that. His apartment. All that. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. We want to get married this year. Yeah, so hopefully before the end of the year, she'll be able to move in with me here in Hollywood. Well, it yeah. takes a while to get all that done and get her evaluated and all of that stuff and to make sure that you're up for the challenge and she's up for the challenge probably. You know? Yeah. So now I don't know a lot of states when I worked at Social Security office benefits were affected by marriage so you have to be careful 
in some states. I'm not saying in California because I don't know, but some states you have to be careful when you get married because of benefits, you know, affecting the other's benefits when that happens. Yeah, that's something we're going to have to look into, that's for sure. Yeah, but at least you can still talk to her every day and go see her. And are they nicer to her here than they were the other place? Well, in some ways, and in some ways, not quite. <laughs> yeah, At least she's getting better meals, anyway. Uh, yeah, the meals are real good. And hot coffee. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, at the other place, they wouldn't give her hot coffee. It'd be lukewarm if they got it to her. Uh, of course, this is a bigger facility than uh, uh, the uh, uh, the previous place. Mm-hmm. And so it takes them a while to get around to feeding everybody. But they feed her at normal times, whereas... In the other place, they'd feed her like, you know, 5 in the morning for breakfast, <laughs> 10 or 11 for dinner, you know, in the morning, and uh, 4 o'clock or something like that in the afternoon for, for supper. And then they'd go night-night after that, these guys. Yeah, they go to bed. <laughs> you got anyway, hungry, too bad. Anyway, the times here at this place are much more regular. Yeah. If you have an, if you have an appointment or an emergency at night, too bad. <laughs> That's your problem. That was at the old place, yeah. But one of the workers there, he said, if you need help, just yell, I'll come. <laughs> yeah, that was one good thing. There were two brothers, and they could be more different than day and night. Oh, yeah, they're totally different than each other. So anyway, uh, that's uh, the state of things for us at the moment. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, thought uh, I'd catch up on things. So uh, we'll let you go here. And uh, I know you got some other people you need to get on to, but uh, we're staying with the legend here for the time being. So, well, uh, we'll catch you later on. You just take care of yourself and take care of Sandy and have her take care of herself. And I guess just kind of be thankful for where you are, where you are, and make the best of it. Well, that's it. That's for sure. Uh, You know, we used to, uh, Sandy used to go to the AFB meetings here in Los Angeles. I think she went to one in Vegas. Oh yeah, Vegas. Yeah, she used to have a, a friend named Debbie who would she would roommate with Debbie, but then Debbie would take off and leave Sandy to her own devices. She take off. Well, that happens, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and I was at a few conventions uh, back in the eighties and nineties. Uh, AFBs. Uh, before that, I went to uh, science fiction conventions there in uh, Salt Lake and uh, and Denver. I actually got to talk to Bob Heinlein one time. That was pretty neat. And uh, uh, the first convention I went to, actually, I didn't go, but I wrote a story. I had a writing contest, and I wrote a story. Had no idea. I didn't think I was going to, you know, get much for it, you know, as as far as placing. But sure enough, I actually won that category of story that year. It really surprised me. I didn't think I was that good. Well, congratulations, Don. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you, and good luck. All right, thank you, Don. Very good. We're caught up. I was going to say something about this whole convention thing. I think think it should be both ways. I I really believe that in person is really the way to go if if you can do it, because it's, well, especially when you go into the technology area and you want to know what the new technology is. I like to have my hands on that. And I I think there's another thing that's beneficial of going to a convention rather than having it virtual. And I, although I do believe that both can work, 
I think that the idea of socializing, imagine I've never met you or Jenny or Mike or, or uh, any of you guys. And if I go to a convention, let's say it was in um, Indianapolis or let's say it was somewhere where we could get to reasonably, you get to meet the people who've known. I mean, I've known you guys for what, 20 years or more, basically. So that that's the idea. The idea of getting to meet people, I think, is, is really important. And, and you can network with people as well. So that's that's the big thing. Now, for me. there is there is a lot of points to that. The the one downside I will say is it's wonderful to go to the conventions and we've been to St. Louis, we've been to Louisville and we've been to Columbus and we've been to several of the conventions, but it's just so overwhelming and hard to find everything. Um, you have to be an excellent, excellent traveler just to navigate it all. So... That's just one. It's not a downside to it. It's just a challenge. Well, it's a challenge, and he's handicapped by me because I'm no help at all. And so that that makes it a challenge because I can only hear out of one ear. So even with good hearing aids, my sense of direction is worthless most of the yeah, time. So we, we understand, Jenny. I remember Jenny got lost in the last convention, and... That was in St. Louis, and they were helping. And these volunteers were the, and no knock on a religion, please, so I'm not trying to do that. But they were Jehovah Witnesses, and they wouldn't help her unless I would sit down and hear their readings for a half hour and let them call me on the phone three or four times and whatever. And then they put it all out of to find Jenny, and we found her. Well, and it was terrible because when we we'd started out in the in the exhibit hall, and it hadn't been that long since my second knee surgery, and I went. The lady helped me find a a chair, and there wasn't anything in the exhibit hall, and I was just gonna sit there and wait for him, and she never. And she said, "Oh, we'll come back and get you." Well, she never came back, and then they took off and left Bill there, so he was. As lost as I was. So I found her finally, but it was a challenge. And I did have to submit to the calls and all of that stuff. So I kept my part of the deal and they kept their part of the deal. But that it wasn't place was especially happen. hard to get around in because it had been a train station and they just decided they weren't having trains run anymore. So they made it into a hotel and. But remember the one or two times I got real good IRA agents and I was able to take you all the way across? Oh, that one lady was incredible. She she kept us from running into people. We, we even went past a volunteer later and she said, well, we didn't think you needed any help. You guys looked like you knew exactly where you were going. And I mean, that lady from Myra, she got us all the way across the hotel, up the right elevators. I don't know how she did it, and we didn't even run into anybody. So that was an amazing experience. So, uh, you know, it's, it sounds to me, though, guys, that you were not the only one that had a bad experience with that convention in St. Louis trying to get around. I think other people I've heard talk about it the same way you guys are talking. Well, the building wasn't really set up for IRA either. and uh, Oh, no, they couldn't uh, get current maps of the building even. And when you went with live volunteers, they had trouble finding the rooms because you couldn't always see the signs and the maps didn't make sense of where when they were trying to take you places. So it was... 
it was not laid out very well. Actually, one of my favorite places in a way was the the Galt House in Louisville, because once you got the hang of the way it was laid out, it had like a little passageway or skywalk thing that went from one tower to the other one. And once you learned what was where, you could go across that skyway and, and find your way. Remember that good. one, Bill? Yeah, very well. And we went to an ACB and an NFE convention there at that Gold House. One time at the NFV convention, I remember us all getting rousted out of our hotel rooms on Sunday when they pulled the fire alarm, and we were on the 10th, 11th floor. That was a unique challenge. Uh, yeah. No, because you couldn't use the elevators. But but it's, there's still, there's so much to do and so many things that go on at the same time that I like the virtual part because you can go participate in so many more things. What about you, Tim? Hey, Tim, are you still there? He may have stepped away, but yeah, you know, I like that idea. But what I go ahead, Tim. Ah, uh, yeah, um, I didn't hear the <laughs> the question though. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, the Sammy and Maggie were just leaving. I think so. the the question is. Do you prefer the virtual way of listening to your NFB convention now, or do you prefer going in person? If we were to lay cash and say, Tim, here's a plane ticket, go and have a good time. Or I think I would. would yeah, you? I would. Yeah, I, I, it's you get a lot more out of, you know, well, for one thing, just meeting people and going out to dinners and stuff like that and then the actual I enjoy the sessions and then the exhibit hall is always fun to see what's new I say you, you like doing the same thing you like to meet people that you've that maybe you haven't right, met before met network with them and stuff like that that's kind of the whole fun of it basically that that but, is the fun of it but the downside of it is do you like standing there and waiting on elevators for X number of time or well, I have mixed opinions on that because I know at a couple of conventions when I've gone, I stayed in the the not remote but the second secondary hotel, and I almost found that better. It was way quicker to be able to just go out the door and go across the street and get to my room, oh. you know, than it was to be in the Were main you hotel. ever in the main motel? Yeah, I mean, I've I've done that. Um, well, I know, like in Louisville, we were at the Galt House, which actually that worked real. That hotel is really Rarely quite well. nicely set up. But. And they had a lot of restaurants in here, too. When was the last time you were at a convention in person? <laughs> Hate to admit it, but 1986 in Kansas oh, City. Oh, wow. Yeah, I always so. felt really odd about that hotel, too, because that was the one that had the balcony the clefts the hyatt remember when in 1981 when that hotel was that the sky bridge that collapsed was yeah that... the sky bridge yeah i'm sorry yeah the sky bridge between the two i remember towers. that that made the news that made the news all over the place i remember that oh, too. it sure did i uh i was at a radio convention when that happened and i was tuning around on the radio and i thought it was a radio drama when they were talking about, you know, clearing, the, using bulldozers to clear the debris and all that kind of stuff. That was quite an event. 
No, I. So it's been a while, almost yep. <laughs> thirty years, forty years. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you know, I've gone to a lot of our state conventions, of course, but well, that's, yeah, state that's a lot different. Yeah. Where do they have your state conventions? Uh, are they always in Minneapolis, Tim? Or are they ever ever any other places in Minnesota? No, we we usually have them kind of alternate between one of our chapter cities or in Minneapolis area. Last year it was in Minneapolis, although I think it might end up being there again this year. Well, if I ever see a convention in Minnesota and I'll get to meet you, I'll buy you lunch at McDonald's. No, I'm just kidding, Tim. Just no, kidding, Tim. Because <laughs> he's not going to buy anybody lunch. No, um, they're going to buy me lunch, right? Well, right. I have to admit, when I was in Kentucky, in Louisville, uh, for the convention, the only place that was open on July 4th that we could go to was White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a second. Those White Castles are great. You know, I remember well, they are. When my oh. mom used to, I hated the school for the blinds uh, food on Fridays, especially because I hated those fish cakes. And I couldn't Me stand too. those fish sticks. I didn't like them. And she would stop off at White Castle because she knew I wouldn't eat lunch because she would pick me up at one o'clock because the school ended early. And we go to White Castle, you know, and they had the car hops who would put the tray on your windows, on your car window. Mm. And I used, you could eat 10 of those burgers and not be full. Yeah. Remember but... when we were in St. Louis, Bill, and we all went to dinner on the 4th of July, and we'd all decided we were going to go to this one particular restaurant, and we got in the Uber and got there, and the restaurant was closed for the holiday, and the nice lady took us to another one. Yeah, the Uber driver <laughs> took us to another another barbecue place she found, and we all had a nice lunch after that, or a dinner. It was in the evening time. I think you and I, Chris Devin, and Doug was there, and Pam and Cecil. Yeah, a lot of people were there. I so, know when the ACB convention was here, I went out to dinner with a bunch of people while well, Doug and Shirley and Donna Siren and a bunch of other people, a few other people. Anyway, we all went out to Famous Dave's for dinner, and that was a lot of fun. That was, what year was that? That was years 2016 or 17? Yeah, I, I do remember that. The only place I'd like to try is Culver's sometime, because I always hear good things about them, and I've never, I've never been to a Culver's restaurant, because we don't have any up here in the Northeast. Ah, uh, that's where Sammy wants to go for her birthday. Well, you Culver's. know, Culver's is good. They got yep. the butter burgers they're and great. the stuff, but it's What does she like to get there? And they're, they're in Florida, too, right down the street from us, where we live, Culver's, and you can get some pretty good, the French well, she, fries. They got real fries. She's a big fan there. of... Uh, She's a big fan of, she usually gets a butter burger or their chicken tenders. I can't think what they call theirs because I don't, I usually get a butter burger or something like that. I love those. Well, well it's a butter burger. It's, it's just a hamburger that I guess they use butter when they fry them a little bit. But um, it's probably not real healthy for you, Jim. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, so like artery clogging food. What about what about their ice cream? I've heard everyone say good things about their ice cream, too. It's oh. great. Oh. Yep. Their ice cream's really good. Jenny loves that ice cream. She gets those great big vats of ice cream. No, I don't get vats of ice cream. <laughs> but I've signed up for Culver's while I'm on their oh, flavor no. of the day list. <laughs> and so they always send out a monthly calendar of what 
what each flavor is of the day, but it it isn't the same for each restaurant. So and do I'm they on deliver in you, Do they deliver in your area, Tim? Um, I think you can order through uh, Uber Eats, but that's uh, that's all I know. I, I we've never done it. Yeah, Laura just goes out. We we're oh a couple miles from. Yeah, one. like in Florida, we're less than a mile. They're in Naples, so that's really close I wish to we get, could get to. get them to deliver, though, because they were on DoorDash accidentally for a while, and then they took them off, and they've never come back. You know, they say that, now, I don't know if this is true. I know we've got Bill's hand up. But they say that DoorDash was adding restaurants without their permission. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, I saw that same thing. And they also say, although the DoorDash says it's not true, that they were charging people more people were using an iPhone with DoorDash than, than using an Android phone. That yeah. But I, I had a friend of mine who had an Android, and I had an iPhone, and we compared the prices here locally, and that wasn't true. The, the prices yeah. were the same. So Right. We didn't notice that. Do you notice that, Jennifer? Use yours on your Android. No, I haven't noticed. I've noticed there's different. Some restaurants have different prices here than in Florida, but I haven't noticed that that, that I pay a different price than you do if I order. Sometimes the menus are better on Android. You know the 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 menus are better. And one time they were better on the iPhone on one of your phones. The menu was much better at the barbecue place. So go figure. That's true. Oh, well, that one time we remember that one time you couldn't even find it on the on one of the phones. Was it the Android phone? We couldn't Android even find phone. this one restaurant that showed up on the iPhone. So I have a question, nothing, nothing to do with this, but I have a e-reader, uh, one of the humanware ones. And somehow I got it into something they call one-handed mode operation. Oh, great. And I can't figure out how to get it out of that. (laughs) And I can't find anything in the manual. Oh, man. You may have to call humanware. Yeah, I might. You might have to call your your regional library library, and ask them because... Yeah. Whoops. And I got a call. I got a sledgehammer. Okay. All right. Well, Bill, come come on in. I know you're unmuted. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, real quick. I just saw a news bulletin. This might be interesting to some people. Nevada right now is under a massive biblical cricket invasion. <laughs> They're so thick that people drive across on the roads and they make the highway slick. It, it says that right now they don't know where they came from, but they say it's like a biblical invasion of crickets in Nevada. It's the plague. It's the it's like the frogs in the Bible. But. <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, the same thing. But I mean, it's just, but they were talking. About, but you guys are talking about White Castle. Now, I still like White Castle, but I remember back. Well, I go way back in the fifties. There used to be a White Castle, 16th Illinois, in Indianapolis. We go down there, and you could get twelve White Castles, two orders of fries, and a Coke for two dollars. I get it. You know what? I love White Castle. I, I've always loved well, like, White I Castle like, and burgers. Yeah, I like uh, them too, right? They're, and they're like yeah. crystals. I think I don't know the difference between crystals and White Castle. I know there's a slightly different taste, but I like yeah, the White I've, Castle I've burgers. Had, yeah, I've never, I've never had the crystals. And also Culver, it is really good. I mean, we got Culvers all over here in Chicago, but their ice cream is terrific. And most people don't realize they only make their ice cream in batches as they think they need it. They don't keep their ice cream overnight. In other words, there's no 
no ice cream is made fresh all the time. There are little freezers in the back. Cause there's a culvert here on one. The guy I've talked to him, and he's talking back and show you. They got little mini freezers back there, and I don't know, maybe I don't know how much they make, but not a whole lot. But they make the ice cream only as they think they're going to need it, and anything left over in the evening to help get it to take it home. At least is one I was at. And also another good restaurant I like. I like Chick-fil-A somewhat. Their burgers are pretty good. But they're not open on Sunday. That's the only trouble you can't get nothing on Sunday with Chick-fil-A. You know what's funny, Bill? We have a Chick-fil-A here at Albany, New York, but it's at the Albany Airport. And the only way that you can go to this Chick-fil-A is if you're booking a flight and going to be in the airport waiting for your next flight or waiting for your flight to take off. Because that that's not anywhere where, where you could get to it unless you were in the airport after you checked in. Everyone oh, I know yeah, is, right. and I've been to Chick Fil A in Georgia uh, when my when Kristen was living in uh, her family lived in Augusta, Georgia. So I, I will agree with you that the Chick Fil A was good. The other restaurant I went to in Chicago was Lowry's Seasoned Salt. Lowry's at one time I think it was a place called Lowry's in Chicago. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, oh, that is one. good. Yeah, oh, they boy, got good prime rib. Another another good one in uh, Chicago naturally is Burghoff. It's a German restaurant. They are good. I mean, that is that is true. It's been there since, oh, I don't know, the early 1900s. I think it's almost Uh 100 years old now. In fact, the Berghoff that started it, Berghoff, most people don't realize, Berghoff is a brewery. Well, it was. I don't know if it's still around. It was a brewery in Fort Wayne. They made Berghoff beer. And their label was a horse and carriage, uh, a buggy and a horse on the on the label, and one of the Burghoff brothers came to Chicago and bought this building on Adams Street. It's just a single building. It's worth probably, I don't know what he paid for it now, but that building is worth about $10 million right now. But they still got the restaurant in there, and that's all in there, a restaurant and a bar, and it is really good. In fact, my father was worked with one of the brothers uh, building the big silos for Central Soya uh, Soybean Processing in Decatur, Indiana, and I gave uh, Berghoff a picture of it one day. I took it down and gave it to the, one of the Berghoff guys, and they got it there on display. It's a small snapshot. But it, it, it's quite a restaurant. I mean, if you ever get Chicago Jeff sometime, you got to go to Berghoff. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> I only oh, mentioned man, the last time I was in Chicago, Bill, was in, well, I mean, I went through it flying from place to place, but the last time I was right. in Chicago, 1968, and the Democratic Convention was there. And oh, were you a tear guest? I was tear No, I wasn't <laughs> demonstrating, but we were there. I went to summer camp, and the last year you go to the summer camp, I was 15 years old, and you travel uh-huh. across the country from New York to California and back by bus, right. and you camp right. out every night. And we were in Chicago, and I was in Lincoln Park. Little did, right. did we all know that we were at the wrong place at the wrong time because I did get tear gassed, and that was not a pleasant experience. Oh, yeah, well, the big, the big demonstration that year was in downtown where the uh, actual convention at the, at the Hilton there around Grand Park and in that area. That was I, and lucky enough. I went on vacation that year. I was I was down in Indianapolis on vacation when that when that convention because I wasn't going to be in Chicago during that convention. I scheduled my I scheduled my vacation because I knew there was going to be trouble and they had all kinds of trouble. I mean it just uh, it, it, well in, in, in Chicago right now it, it's okay. I mean Chicago's a little I don't know it's not as like it used to be downtown. There's nothing downtown anymore. Harley or you know. That's the only only shopping downtown is Marshall Field. What about the old town and, area? Is that gone too now? Yeah, that's gone too. Yeah, that's all gone. That's not around anymore. That, that's that's a thing of the past. That was really nice when town. I was in Chicago back then. You know, it's oh, like yeah, the, right. it's like in Albany where I used to work. You had all these restaurants, all these stores, and it's just it's it's, it's like 
it's like they they packed up the sidewalks and everything everything is pretty much closed downtown the bagel oh, yeah, shop right, is gone right, yeah. the pizza shop mm-hmm. is gone the the, uh, the the branch office diner is gone all of these places i used to go to when i started working back in 1980 are long gone and oh, yeah, well, it, it, it's sad basically bill it really is yeah it is in downtown chicago now it's just like well oh maybe a couple months ago or so we went to Berghoff for uh, it was during restaurant week it was in april come think of it we went to Berghoff and my daughter and i we had we had uh, dinner there and we parked two blocks out Berghoff on the street and we walked two blocks from van buren to say to adams which is roughly two blocks you know, I would, we were solicited by 12 people. There's nothing but street people downtown anymore. I mean, it's really, it's really bad. And then and on, and on the south, there's the big business section, those big office buildings, they're converting those to condos. Yeah, no I've no I heard about that. Right, no one's in anymore. Was so, I mean, a... and, and even, even the trains aren't even safe to ride. I mean, the, the, the elevated trains aren't even safe anymore. They had, what was it, Thursday or Friday of last week, they had, Three kids got shot. Two guys are arguing. One pulled a gun and shot and hit three other people. And he hit the guy he's looking for. But I mean, it's not. But I guess that's just I don't know the sign of times, or I don't know what it is. But, but you know, Bill, it's like that. I'm from New York City originally, and I wouldn't dare ride the subways in New York City like I used to. And I was a little no. time. When I would take the subways all over the place, and I just, I just don't do that anymore. But I get, you know, oh, I get like, it. It is a different world, we see. Oh yeah, oh. like well, like here, I rode the red line all the time. Well, they call it was a subway. The red line went down the middle of Dan Ryan. I rode that every all the time, back and forth to work. Never had a problem. I wouldn't begin to ride that thing now. No. What, oh, the other restaurant, by the way, Bill, in Chicago was I think it was Morton Steakhouse. I used to, I went there. Oh once. yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, that's another one, right? right, right you know. Oh, that, and the Morton, steak, big time awesome. bucks, Jeff. So you know what, Bill? I got to tell you, we're uh, in Albany, and where I live, and I ha- I live on Restaurant Row, basically. It's right next to me, basically. And they're opening up a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. And my sister says it's overpriced, but you know, she and I mean, I've been to Ruth Chris before when I was in Vegas, and boy, they have very good steaks. But you're right, you, it, it, everything is a la carte there. And you want you get the steak, and then you want the potato, that's extra. You want a salad, that's extra. You want French right. fries, that's extra. But I I'm, I wouldn't be going there all the time because I get it. But I, but I would like to try it uh, just to see what it's like here when they open it up. As a matter of fact, I was at the Outback Steakhouse not last week. It was the, le- the week before last. And the manager said to me, well, guys, uh, JR and myself, and he said, I want to tell you that uh, uh, you know, I've just been a pleasure working with you guys. You guys are really great people, but I'll be leaving in a few more weeks, and I'm going to be managing Ruth Chris when it opens up. And what, what they did was uh, when, the, when the pandemic hit, there was a place called the Macaroni Grill. And that is when that when that hit the pandemic hit, they went out of business, and that building is now going to be a Ruth Chris Steakhouse, which is which was oh, I could almost walk thing. to it if it wasn't for the, wasn't for the fact of the, of the roundabout up in that area. Well, you, you, like, you like to eat, Jeff, Jeff likes to eat. I know a place he would love. That is, and they they help you a lot. Is the at the Blue Gate Inn or the Blue Gate Inn restaurant in Chippewan? Their buffet. Yeah, I'm not a buffet person, or, or but I get it. Way up, but 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 they'll help you with everything if you if you need it. They'll they'll get it for you. You know, if you, yeah. like even even Julia's Julia's there with me, but I'm mean, all Jeff. the help there. I mean, they'll walk up to me and say, hey, "Bill, is there anything else you need?" And they'll do it to yeah. because there was a a lady came in. Last Thursday, we were at the Bay Thursday, and a lady came in, and I don't know if she was totally blind or partial, but she had a cane. And Julia said to me, oh, there's a lady coming in. So I, didn't, I wondered who it was, but I didn't want to run over and say, oh, who? Introduce myself, because they were way on the other side of the room. But 
when she came in, I heard the, she was with another woman and two guys. And when she came in, the, I overheard the uh, staff tell the woman, if you need anything, just, just raise your hand and we'll come over and we'll, we'll get whatever you want. If, if you're, if you're rest, your member of your party is eating and don't want to get up right now. So, but I mean, they serve, you got it for 20 bucks, all you can eat. And they're open from, they're open from 11 in the morning till 7.30 at night. And you can sit there the whole time you want to eat for $20. Yeah. You know, Thank I have you, a friend Bill. of mine who would go to a place like that and just go up for plate after plate after plate after plate after plate of food, Bill. So, and, and, he, and he thinks he's going to beat them out of the price, out of the money that they've been changing. But believe me, you can't beat these places. They buy in such bulk. That- oh, I know. They, yeah, they, they get it. And, and their, their food is, I mean, their salad bar. I don't care. You can go there in December or January, and their stuff on their salad bar is just as fresh as if they just picked it out of the garden. I don't know where they get it, but I mean, it's just just as fresh as you'd want it. And of course, they're noted for their fried chicken. But they they have all kinds of. And Friday they have fish if you want it. You know, but and then desserts are out of this world. I mean, you name it, they got it. Any kind of pie, ice cream, cake. Yeah, go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead. Where were you when you went to Marie Collender's restaurant, Bill? Seattle. Was it good? Yes. It's not as good as Bordeaux, you know, that Bill mentioned, but it was still good. Very, very good. Right. I could walk to it. Yeah, Berghoff is really noted. I mean, it's, it's been around a long time. Well, I've, right, been, well you I've never been to Marie Callender's restaurant, but I bought some of their frozen dinners, and they actually are pretty good. Oh, I love their, I love their uh, Marie Callender meat pies. I get those all the time, and there are other stuff too. But their their meat pies are the closest thing you can get to playing pretty much the homemade. Well, you know, uh, if I'm going to ever get to Chicago to meet you, Bill, it's going to have to be at some point because we're not getting any all younger, right. you know. Jeff, the panel is going to mute if you don't move on. Yeah, well, you got you got you got to get here someday. All right, Bill. Uh, thank you, Jeff, and we'll we'll get together. All right, thank yeah. you, Bill. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll. Feel, maybe I'll feel rich enough and take you to Burgos. All right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> Do we have any more hands? Mm, just check it. I don't. No, we don't. Well. Yeah. So we've all uh, we've got a couple new people that just came back in the room. Does anybody else want to make any comments? You can raise your hand, and if you don't, we'll continue on. Silence. Nope. No raised hands. We must have exhausted that. Yeah, uh, I think we did. Um, so how did you find your uh columbia your your bold copy that you get jeff well um it was uh, my friend don in uh, new york city was the one that told me about it that emerald's big easy bold coffee but then i found out that you know although i buy it on i buy it directly from keurig and i have this auto delivery it's also available at Walmart, but I didn't know that. But uh, I happen to be with uh, with uh, my daughter Adriana, and my my and my stepdaughter Adriana, and my daughter Brenna. And Adri says, "Look there, Jeff. There's a uh, there's your Emerald's Big Easy Bold Coffee. So it is available at Walmart, and I think you can get it online through Walmart as well as Keurig." 
And I bet you can get it from a place where I get our coffee from because they have, well, they have most of the brands. They don't have Maxwell House, but they have most of the other brands of um, K-Cups is Big Cat Coffee. Big Cat Coffee. I'll take a look, Jennifer. I'll definitely take a look at Big Cat. And the cool thing about them is you can get... You can get a lot of things they have by the case, so you can get like 96 cups. So you get a lot of it. How much was the price at Walmart, Jeff, for your uh, big I don't remember. Easy? I know I paid $56 for four, uh, four 24 boxes, 24 K cups in each box, and I paid $56 for it. It really hasn't gone up any for quite a while, but that's going to go up eventually because I know that there's going to be a coffee shortage. I heard that yeah. on the news, but that's what I that's what I do, Jennifer, and uh you know, I got to tell you quickly, when you when you surf Facebook and you get all these ads, they must look at what I'm looking at on the web because all I see is ads for bakeries and places, places to buy cake and cookies. And well, even that's what you must look stuff. at a lot, Jeff. <laughs> Do they know what I'm know. looking at? Well, it's funny how things like that happen because I remember when I was started shopping for, for a place to go and get a hearing aid all at once. I, mean, I started getting getting stuff from all these different hearing aid places that I'd never even heard of, and I thought, and I would get things from the best hearing aid centers to go to, and all this. So what they do? Somehow it's all connected. Somebody's watching us. Oh, well, yes. I was reading Mary's story uh, posts about her cat who she had to put to sleep yesterday, and all the stories. Next thing you know, I'm getting. Messages from cat rescue centers and animals this and that, or I look at anything, and then you're getting those messages. I really don't like Facebook all that well, to tell you the truth, because the messages sometimes are a day or two or three or four old. It's not current or relevant, so I don't really. What doesn't sort them very well? You get some that are four or five days old mixed with one that's a couple hours old. And You can resort the feed, Jennifer, but the problem is it doesn't remember that the next time you go in, which is what I don't like. So I don't particularly like that so well. So, But I don't like that so well. Now, Jeff, would you go virtually or if I gave you a ticket to go to Schaumburg, would you go? I would probably go. Would you? <laughs> I probably would. I am, um, you know. I I like this. I do like ver- the virtual. Don't get me wrong. But you know, I do Zoom. And after a while, I think when you go to a lot of Zoom meetings, and when you're in the you get zoomed out after a while. I think for me at least, uh, I'm sitting here at this desk, which I don't mind doing. But you know, if you go to a convention like that and you want to go to the the morning session, that that's going to last at least what four hours, Jennifer? Some three to four hours sometimes. Yeah, usually. And they're never on schedule because they go through this all the resolutions and everything else and. By the time that's done, then you got the afternoon sessions coming up or whatever they do in the afternoon. So sometimes it gets a bit much. So that's the only thing I would say. Well, and well, Jeff and is sometimes uh, the timing's not very well between sessions. So like if you go to the morning session, you don't hardly have time to go someplace and find lunch or whatever before the one o'clock session's going to be. If you had something that you were going to do at one o'clock, so. And to get you more subtle, Jeff, maybe you ought to have a laptop. <laughs> Or a, well, you've got an Amazon, well, the Amazon tap probably wouldn't work for that, but uh, as unsettled as you are, maybe you need a laptop or something that you could take outside or go down on that bench you got there in 
front of your apartments. Do you ever take anything down there and listen to it, your phone? or? When I was at the convention, the last convention I went to was in Las Vegas, and I took my laptop with me. Uh, although I had my iPhone at the time, I, I did have my laptop, and I... I, I can I can tell you that, and it really worked out well. And the laptops now are lighter, they're smaller, they're easy to carry around. You know, this laptop was heavy, and it was in a big, I had a special case for it and all, the whole bit. But, you know, I did take the laptop, and it worked out for me. But I took the laptop, and at the time, Kristen, she had her laptop with her. So we both had laptops with us, and so it it, it worked out okay. But I, I agree, I would definitely get take a laptop with me next time I travel. But even at home, though, Jeff, you could go down on your park bench and sit out there with a the laptop. So you could break up and you could listen that that convention or actually you could probably even get it on your phone. I could get it on my phone with no problem. Um, and if the weather is right, that depends what, how it is. I could actually get into my Wi-Fi from my from downstairs and, and uh, where where I sit. But the signal doesn't always work right. It's in and out. So, but but if I had a Wi, maybe I should get a Wi-Fi extender. That might work. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. but you're right. You you possibly could to break yours up. That's right. It's, it's, do we have somebody else in the room? They don't have we, we didn't, He doesn't have his hand raised, but iPod to Touch, otherwise known as Pierre, is in here as well. So uh, I know he's been to conventions. He could probably tell us which ones he likes better. Hey, so why, why don't we ask you to unmute, Pierre, and if you'd like to participate, I'll just hit this little button here, and I will ask you to unmute. Good morning, Good morning, morning. Pierre. Uh, yeah, we've been to 27 conventions, but now that they're virtual, I don't think I'll ever go back to another one. I just It's just so nice to sit home with your cup of coffee and uh, listen to the convention. And and you don't have to go into all these meetings that you don't like. You know, uh, like if they pay your, uh, you a per diem to go, then you have to go a certain percentage of the time. And so you have to sit through all this boring stuff that you really don't care for. That's true. Like, you may not want to go to the nomination committee or the Constitution committee or the Credentials Committee to do all of that stuff. But, I mean, even in the general session, sometimes there's things that you're not interested in, but they expect you to be there. Yeah, they do. I saw yesterday where your Instapot company went bankrupt, huh? Oh boy! Yeah, I'm not but the, surprised. they're going to still sell them. That I think they're trying to reorganize Pierre. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's the Pot and Pyrex were the same company, and they went bankrupt. Well, it's because they made bad products, and they—I told you—they had all those recalls that cost people money to send all that stuff back. Hmm. You know, it's wow. uh, it's not like Jeff's uh, radio companies. They get a little chance to reorganize or whatever, but these are actually out in consumers' hands. It's one thing if they're broadcasting this, you know, if you don't want to listen to a station, you turn away. It doesn't cost you anything, but if you get a bad product from that company and then they have to replace it, you know, it makes it kind of bad. Well, they really messed up their app, too. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that, Jenny. Yeah, I, I think they'll, I think they'll be gone, gone, gone. Well, they might stick around. The other one that's going, it looks like it's going away, is the June of it that they're not making those no more. 
Wow. Well, that's the problem with this stuff today. You know, they make it, they sell it to you, and then, oh, we're going out of business, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, somebody else buys it, and they don't want to do that, and they keep everything separate instead of merging it, and then they decide they don't want to keep making that thing. I mean, because Weber bought June, and why Weber would want that, I don't know. I don't know. It's like Pierre, they they sell these big glasses, Envision glasses last year, and it's all based upon Google Glass. Well, Google Glass quit making them, and they're not going to support it any longer. Now, the company says they have plenty in stock and whatever, but that can last for so long. And now here comes Apple out with a new ProVision glasses, which are accessible. So go figure, this stuff just changes all the time. Well, that's the thing. You know, you pay $1,500, $2,500 for a product, you want it to be around for a while, you know, not this, well, we made it three years ago, and now we're not going to support it anymore. Right. And I well, guess... they get you on note-takers, too, because you buy some of these note-takers, and they say, oh, well, we'll be able to update it and everything because it's running Android, and we'll be able to take the best of everything and keep giving you updates. Well, uh, they don't do that for very long, either. But you said you were talking about that you like the virtual conventions, Pierre. Was there a convention that you traveled to that you really enjoyed that you, that you could tell us about? Um, well, uh, you know, St. Louis was nice except for the hotel yeah i mean i mean i mean that hotel i was there for 10 days i was there for 10 days and never found the front door it was uh the answer it was like a half a floor up when you walked in the front door you they had a set of steps or elevator that went up a half a, a half a floor and then you were in the lobby but I never could find that opening. Twenty-seven notifications. But uh, but, but otherwise, otherwise it was good. And another one that was really good was uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I really enjoyed Tulsa. I think. I mean, I know they're trying to get the a certain rate they want, but it seems like they could look around for hotels that would be easier to get around in. Right. Well, you know, probably when they go to these hotels. And they look at the hotel. It's probably sighted people that's doing it, you know. And so they probably don't even bother to ask blind people what they think. I mean, because I think any blind person that would have went to St. Louis would have said, no, I don't think this is the good idea. Well, yeah, because they had staircases that were in the middle of nowhere that you could have, that they didn't, that were open, that they didn't have rails around. You could have wound up. Right. Yeah, it wasn't the easiest. And uh, Rochester was the same way, man. That You know, it it was pretty bad, too. It, I enjoyed, you know, outside the hotel, all the restaurants and activities and stuff. But inside that hotel, it was bad. Oh, guess what? We, we got him, Bill. We got him. <laughs> Always at the last minute. We got him, though. We call him last minute. No, I've, <laughs> I better back off there. Yeah. Well, Pierre, thank you. It's always good talking uh-huh. to you. I think Dick's raised his hand. 
No, he hasn't, but, but um, let me see. Well, Dick, you could got a Now choice. he just raised his hand. Okay. Okay. And you're going to hear in a minute or so, Bill, uh, Dick, uh, ask you to unmute. And when you hear that, you should be able to unmute yourself. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone is doing well. Did I hear that Bill is giving away airline tickets? Bill, we'll go to Houston if you buy your tickets for us. You've got to wear To wear? A rich guy like you? Come on. It's too hot for you, Dick. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. Oh, I, I have been to Houston in July. My brother got married down there. 95 degrees and 95% humidity. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, I've, been, no, no. I've been to Amarillo, Texas. The same thing, Bill. Uh, Dick, it was uh, in 1968 in Amarillo, Texas. Hot as can be, and you can't believe that the heat is like down there and the humidity. You know, it, but it, it's, it's terrible. besides Jenny's mobility, one of the things worried me about the convention, and I know it happened last year to a lot of people, but the COVID was striking again. And I'd like to avoid that if I could help it. I don't blame you. I mean, um, it's, you know. I want to say about going to the convention virtual. Okay. When I would listen to the convention over the, uh, over the computer, I always wanted to be there. But we had not gone since Vegas, uh, I think it was 2019. Uh, and we probably won't go again. It's flying. It's such a pain. It's not fun anymore. We are going to go to Schomburg, go for one day to... Uh, Pay the uh, go see the exhibit. Uh, we'll we'll see. They would be fun going to the exhibits. That is true. That is our one first of house is in Schaumburg, so we, we might go take a ride by the house and see how it looks. Oh, you have a house in Schaumburg? No, we we our first house was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it, uh, it it doesn't. You know, but I I. This is just my personal opinion. If I were listening to both conventions, and I have on on many a year, I think ACB really covers the convention well. I think they provide more of a sense of it. But that's just my opinion. That's not the politics aside or anything like that. That's just the news person or the whatever I like to be. It just seems to me that they do that a little bit better. I got a question for Tim. Tim, how many BTUs are your portable air conditioners? Yeah. He He's out counting. I them. thought he said 8,000, but don't quote me on 8, that. 8,000, yeah. yeah. Oh, the best restaurant in Chicago, Gibson Steakhouse. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, well, those, that was good. <laughs> yeah. They were good. And Lowry's is good, too. Yeah, well, I was prime rib. I was prime rib. But oh, you're going to pay some money there, Jeff. Oh, definitely. Oh, I know. It's not cheap. Now, what's this I understand about Jeff? He throws nickels around like manhole cover. Yeah, Jeff does. You're right. That's what I heard. He's got well, money. You must have been talking to my buddy Don Breeder too much, I did, Dick. <laughs> I'm going to get him to take... I just talked to him yesterday. Oh, you did? He's doing fine. Yeah, he's not, doing fine. I talked to him every other day on the handbands, so I talked ah, to him all okay. the time. And I'm, we've known each other since 1960, so we've been we've been friends oh. for years. I'm did trying. you go to the uh, Gallagher Steakhouse in New York City? Uh, uh, I had never been there, but I know well, about it. My parents idea. have been there, and, and they've told oh, me about good. it. That's a good place. That's they were in Vegas, too. Uh, hmm. Very good. Dick, we, we have one more. Hold on. All right. Take care, guys. Take care, Dick. And we got... Uh, all right, Ellen, can you, can you, uh, you are unmuted. Go ahead, Ellen. Yep, I'm right here. Anyway, um, the worst, uh, the first hotel, getting around hotels, 
that was for the most part pretty much the gold house there in Louisville, Kentucky was a nice place to get around. But on the I think it was like the third floor, they had this thick carpet, if you guys remember that. And I used to get tired because because you know, doing the wheelchair. I mean it was it was just tough to get around, but I I did it because I had to. I mean you develop strong muscles doing that. But other than that, it was really great. Ah, very good. Thank you, Ellen. Yeah, sure. Well, one thing about the Galt House was <laughs> in the swimming pool, they had a window at the deep end of the pool that looked into the restaurant, and that always kind of bugged me. <laughs> yeah. They had good internet there, though, at the Galt House. You had quite a bit of up bandwidth, and it, they had wonderful internet there, wonderful Wi-Fi. But that's not a good reason to stay, but they did. We're just about to the time. Let me see here, Jeff. It is uh, 10.51. Uh, do we have anybody else? No. Okay. Let me... Um, we're going to... You know, does anybody like strawberry and shortcake and those kind of things in the summertime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yesterday... Was it yesterday was mm-hmm. National Strawberry Shortcake Day? I think. Well... Chris, a voice from the past, is going to come on and tell us all about a recipe she has for strawberry shortcake. So thank you, Chris, for preparing this, and here we go. This is a recipe for strawberry slab shortcake. So this is like shortcake for a crowd that you would make one big shortcake. Three and one-half cups of all-purpose flour. This is for the shortcake part. Three and a half cups of flour, one half cup of granulated sugar, five teaspoons of baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, one cup or two sticks of cold butter or margarine cut in pieces, two eggs slightly beaten, two cups of heavy whipping cream, and that would be a pint. For the strawberries, you're going to use one quart or four cups of strawberries capped and sliced, one-fourth cup granulated sugar, and for the topping, you're going to use two more cups of heavy whipping cream, so when you buy it, you might as well get a quart, one-third cup of powdered sugar, and one teaspoon of vanilla. For the shortcake, preheat the oven to 400. In large bowl, stir flour, one-half cup of sugar, your baking powder, and salt until blended. Cut in butter using a pastry blender or two forks until mixture looks like coarse crumbs. In a small bowl, beat eggs and two cups of the whipping cream just until blended. Stir that into the flour mixture until mixture forms a soft dough. Using your lightly floured fingers, pat and press dough into the bottom of a 15 by 10 by 1 inch ungreased pan. That is the size of a jelly roll pan. Bake 16 to 20 minutes or until golden brown. Cool completely about an hour. 
Meanwhile, in large bowl, mix strawberries and one quarter cup of granulated sugar and stir occasionally. The ju- the sugar is going to bring out the juice in the strawberries as well as sweeten them. When ready to serve in a chilled large bowl, beat your topping ingredients with electric mixer on medium-high speed until stiff peaks form, and that's probably going to be about four minutes. Spread topped with spreads, spread top with the whipped cream using a slotted spoon. Spoon the sugar sugared berries over the top and cut into four rows by four rows. Store covered in refrigerator. And you can, instead of slicing the berries, if you want to, you can mash them with the sugar and still let them set about an hour. And if you're serving it later in the day, prepare the strawberries one hour before assembling shortcake, and that way they will the sugar will go ahead and bring your juice out of your strawberries. If you don't want the shortcake to be soggy, which I like it soggy, but anyway, top the shortcake with the sugared berries just before you serve and that way your juice will be controlled and you can top with additional whole or halved strawberries for a pretty look and that's how you do the strawberry slab shortcake very good chris very good. yeah that sounds good and i got a great song to go with that do you coming up. oh yeah so. Very, very, very good. <laughs> By Nancy Sinatra? No, no, no. Well, well, there is that. I have that, but also Jay and the Techniques. Jeff, you want my uh, recipe for a strawberry shortcake? Yes, how about it? I just got some strawberry shortcakes at the store and mixed it with my strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I made it simple, Jeff. You did? Yeah, I just made it very simple. By the way, thank you, Connie, for the directions on using the e-reader. <laughs> Did she get you fixed up? Yep. So yep, she, I appreciate that. She got I haven't you. tried it yet, but I'm sure it'll work. And it was probably something simple, too, right? It is. Very it simple. Is. And she got you all fixed up instead of tearing everything down or whatever. She showed you a simple way. And that's very good. That's pretty good. Jeff, how do you make your strawberry shortcake? I do the same thing you do. If I'm, I don't normally <laughs> eat strawberry shortcake, but if I go to a restaurant and I want it, it's there. I'll eat it there, basically. Right. That's basically. Portillo's has a good one. Yeah, they have a good one that you can get. I mean, Chris's way is the best way. I agree. But when Jeff and I do it, it's just very, very simple. When in doubt, hire out, and that's my motto. That's what or I always said. Go out said, to so. eat. Yeah, go out to eat. So, Jeff, what do you got scheduled for the rest of the week? I know it's time for us to. Yeah, well, quickly, I'll be going to a Lions Club meeting tonight, and then on Friday night, uh, I'm probably going to have dinner with uh, my buddy JR. As uh, Marianne says, uh, we're both bad influences on each other, but we, but we get along pretty well. So, that's the most important thing. It's good. Are you taking your daughter with you? If she wants to come, because she's getting to be 16 years old. You know, she wants to be on her own. She doesn't want to, like I was with that age, Bill. She doesn't want to be with the parents all the time. And I get that. I get that. So, you and JR, you take that other lady out sometimes, don't you? 
Occasionally, yes. Uh, and, and we have that flex service which we use, and that's the CDTA bus on demand. If it's not too crowded, we can uh, we can take that, or we can take an Uber or Lyft. We we have a lot of transportation options here, which is, makes it nice. Do you have so, good food at the restaurant you go to tonight? Yeah, pretty much. Really, I really can't complain. I think Jeff, it's more that she doesn't want to be with Dad. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. I, I know. You know, when I was a kid. I didn't, you know, at that when I was growing up, I was fifteen. So I didn't want, I didn't want to be with my parents. I love my parents. We got, we got along really well, but I didn't want to be with them. They were square. They were, you know, they were old fashioned, basically. Yep, you know, exactly. So I guess we've come to the point to wrap up and listen to Tim's strawberry song and whatever songs he's come up with for strawberry alarm clock. Is that what it is? No, I'm sure he's got no. something else. Jay and the Techniques, Strawberry Shortcake. That's what I was going to say that. Yeah, Strawberry you, Shortcake. You were thinking of Incense and Peppermints, but that has a, that's the name of the group, though, Jennifer. You're right about that. So. Oh. Or he could play Strawberry Fields forever, but yeah, I think Strawberry okay. Shortcakes is even better. Strawberry so, Shortcake sounds better. Or Summer Wine. That's the one I was thinking about by Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. Yep. Oh, that was, a, wine. that was a bad song. Lee Hazelwood. Oh, I actually like that song. You do? <laughs> no, the one that the one that my sister couldn't stand was "Some Velvet Morning When I'm Straight." I'm going to open up your gate. That's the one that she didn't like. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh. Oh. Open up oh, your gate. Oh, you're killing me, Jeff. <laughs> I'll catch you tomorrow night, guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, Thanks, bye, everyone. Everybody. Have a great day. Uh, Remember, uh, this is in podcast form. Don't worry, don't worry.